Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig DeLuz, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. Normally, I do not do this program by myself, but uh, Mike today is actually visiting uh, the good folks over at Lion Arms. Uh, he will be joining us. Uh, well, hopefully he will be joining us uh, today. I know that he sent me a, a photo where they were filming another show there when uh, when he was there. So don't know if he's going to be on with us today. But that does not change the fact that today is Throat Punch Thursday. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Who's ready? Oh. Uh, throat Punch Thursday, bitch. <laughs> oh, I gosh, I love that video. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us today, folks. Apologize once again at the very beginning for the uh, for having to restart the program for some reason. I don't know what it is. Sometimes we 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 go in and we get a great signal, and sometimes we go in and we get a horrible signal. I test it beforehand, and well. Anyway, now we got a nice strong signal so uh, you folks can enjoy the program and, uh, you know, you can actually see me without, you know, without it pausing in the middle, in the middle of the, of the, uh, in the middle of the video. So anyway, thank you once again so much for tuning in. Hey, if you folks are watching, however you're watching, if you're watching this live, like 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 or 6 p.m., I keep saying 2 p.m., 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, hey, go ahead and give us a holler. Go ahead and comment, commentary. I am following on all of the chat lines, so I'm looking to see if you guys are commenting, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on YouTube, or whether it's on Rumble. So however you guys are commenting or however you are however you are partaking of the program, uh, there's a very good chance that, uh, well, there's a very good chance that uh, we're, we, we can conversate. You know what I mean? We can, we can have a good time. We can have a good time talking together. Anyway. All that having been said, let's go ahead and start off by uh, giving a quick shout out to our sponsors. We'll start off with Hitman Industries. Whether you have a uh, whatever length barrel you're looking for, pistol or 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 rifle, trust me, they have the barrel that you're looking for. In fact, if you have recently bought an AR, chances are you already have one of their barrels. So just go to hitmanindustries.net. If you are a first responder and you've never bought from them before, guess what? You get a discount. Check them out today, hitmanindustries.net. Then we've got the California Republican Assembly working to help conservatives at all levels of government, from school board all the way up to president of the United States. Just go to cragop.org. That's cragop.org, and uh, check them out today. Then you've also got Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G Holsters, helping America wear guns. That's right. They have uh, they have inside the waistband, outside the waistband, tactical in whatever kind of holster you're looking for, whatever firearm you have, trust me, they have a setup that will work for you. So just go to hogholsters.com. Make sure you use the discount code THE RUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today at a discount. Mm, gotta like that. And then uh, if you are looking for outdoor gear, if you're looking for tactical gear, whether it's cold weather, wet weather, it's kind of rainy out here today in California. So uh, whatever you're looking for, boots, hats, uh, you're looking for backpacks, uh, whatever. They got all things tactical but the gun. So just check them out, uscombatgear.com, veteran-owned and operated. They got a great selection. They have excellent pricing and fast shipping. Once again, uscombatgear.com. All right. Finally, we have gotten Hunter Biden to admit what we know to be the truth, what we know to be the facts. And that is that, uh, well, his pop, 
his father, Daddy-O, you know that guy. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, he is officially the big guy. That's right. Hunter has finally admitted that his dad was the big guy. Now, this happened today in uh, closed-door hearings. In fact, I'll, I'll read a little bit from the story here over at the New York Post. It says, at long last, first son, Hunter Biden, affirmed during his Wednesday impeachment inquiry deposition that his father, Joe, was the, quote, was, quote, the big guy, end quote, referenced in an email about a business deal with China state-linked energy firm that yielded millions for the Biden family, for Biden family members and associates, and associates, more than three years after the Post broke the story, but rejected the notion that the president was ever penciled in for 10% stake. Quote, at one point, we asked Hunter about the 10% for the big guy. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, a member of the House Oversight Committee told Breitbart following Hunter's six-hour closed-door uh, deposition on Capitol Hill. Quote, we showed him the email, he said, and he said, oh, that was, uh, that was after my father left office. The statement represents the first time the 54-year-old Hunter has admitted that his former business partner, James Gilliar, was referring to Joe Biden when he raised the prospect of that when he raised the prospect on May 13, 2017 of the first son holding a 10% stake in a lucrative joint venture involving CEFC China Energy for the big guy. The email found on Hunter's abandoned laptop was first reported by the Post on October 2020 in October 2020 as part of a bombshell series of reports on the first son's influence peddling schemes. Biden, Hunter Biden and his and his allies had long insisted that information found on the laptop either was not his or had been manipulated by bad actors, with dozens of former intelligence officials insisting the trove bore the hallmarks of Russian election disinformation. What's wrong with having a pie-in-the-sky idea, Hunter re reportedly said in response to the line of questioning, noting he, noting, noting he assumed his father was done with holding public office in 2017 after eight years with, with Barack Obama as vice president or as Barack Obama's vice president. Now, let's follow this because I, I, hear, I hear what some people are saying. Well, yeah, well, he wasn't in office anymore. So why, why couldn't he? Why, 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 why not? Why worry about it? Well, keep in mind, this has gone from Joe Biden saying, I never talked to my son about his business to I never had anything to do with his business, to saying I never had any financial interest in his business, to I had no, I mean, literally he, at the ball, the, the uh, what's, what do they call it? The, the goalpost keeps changing when it comes to whatever his, whatever he says is, was his role or rather wasn't his role in this whole thing. And, it, it, it what, what, what we're seeing here is, is now we're seeing the goalpost move again. So now we're saying, well, you know, yeah, but, you know, this was when he was out of office. So in other words, and by the way, he did do business with him. He did them. He has made money from them. That money did go into the account. So in other words, 10% is being held for the big guy. And the big guy is 
the president of the United States. Now, don't you think somewhere in some disclosures, Joe Biden should have revealed this, that he owned, that he is in partnership with a Chinese energy company, that he has 10% being held aside from a, in a partnership with a Chinese energy company. It, fine, you made the deal when you weren't president. But you're president now. How about when you were running for president? Is there anything on any of his disclosures about this about this partnership? No? I'll bet you darn right there isn't. Because if there was, we would hear about it. We would have heard about it. We would know about it by now. But we don't. We don't because he's been hiding it. We don't because he's been lying about it. Now what's the president going to say? So, and by the way, that would be my next question would be when, when you do have the opportunity to question the president or his people is, so wait a minute. So now if this partnership went through, where's the money? Who's holding the money? Who's holding the 10%? Because we know that you got money. Your financial records show that you got money. You're saying it had nothing to do with him, but your whole business model was based on the big guy. You were selling influence, Hunter. So if you were selling influence, when did you start selling the influence? Are you telling me you just started doing it in 2016 when he was, or 17, when he was no longer president? Is that what you did? Really? Really? So in other words, we won't find you meeting with anybody, oh, like Ukraine. So you're saying none of those flights, none of those times you were on an air, on Air Force Two, with Joe Biden traveling to China, you didn't speak with anybody about any business talking anything about the big guy while you were there. Never, ever. Come on, man. Come on. You still on that crack pipe? You still on that stuff? Yeah. You know he's still on that stuff. You know he's still smoking it. <laughs> okay, maybe he's not. But he can't get away from the stuff that he did when he was smoking it, can he? Clearly. It is obvious that Hunter Biden was selling influence and now it's starting to be revealed. And let's be real, folks. This isn't the first time. This isn't like this is something new. We all know this. We all know that this has been going on. In fact, it is how his family has made money. Everybody in that family is dependent on the big guy. There are bank accounts, right? in the names of LLCs, with every Biden family member's name on it. And he's been going around traveling the world as the bad man for his father. Or, let me clarify, for everyone else, selling the Biden name. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm wrong. Come on, Hunter, please, tell me I'm wrong. Show me, show me exactly what you've been doing. Democrats will continue to deny, deny, deny. I'm still wondering, you know, they, they, they keep saying, well, you know, where's the smoking gun? Where's the smoking gun? Well, first of all, just so y'all know, the, the smoking gun is on the laptop. Along with the smoking crack pipe and the smoking hookers and the, yeah. Hunter Biden is smoking on the laptop. <laughs> but yet and still, you're still going to continue to get the left to continue to say, over and over and over again that yeah no there's nothing there's no there there well we now know that there is there there hunter biden has confirmed that there is there there so now that we know that hunter was now that we know that 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 the big guy that dad was part of the business model now the question is 
when did the business start when did this business model start and when or has it ended when did it end or has it ended because if this was going on while he was a candidate for president and it wasn't revealed that's a problem because he's got financial disclosures he was supposed to fill out talking about all that if they didn't end all of this before he became president if he didn't own if he owned anything any of this while he was campaigning for president and didn't report it he is a liar he has lied on federal forms and is subject to go to da, 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 jail that is subject for impeachment that is that right there is cause for impeachment now they know. Now that once again, it once again, folks, we now know it, it, it was already confirmed. The emails already confirmed it. All right. So we already knew all that. Uh, we already know that that business part, his business partner, Mr. Bobolinsky, uh, already confirmed it. Right. We already know that. So now it's just a matter of when. Now it's just a matter of setting the timelines. And on top of that, by the way, let us be clear on top of that. Now we've got an effort by the Biden administration to cover it up, right? Because look at what look at what the DOJ did. Look, look at the sweetheart deal they tried to give him. They tried to give Hunter, right? Now we're not just looking at what did he do wrong in, in relation to that business, but did his administration try to cover it up? I'm going to, okay, spoiler alert. Yes, they did. Now they got to put all the pieces together. They got to put all the ducks in a row, but when it's all said and done, there's going to be plenty enough evidence to show that not only, not only did he benefit from, uh, from influence peddling, uh, but that, uh, that he lied about it. Uh, he lied on government forms about it and he attempted to cover it up anyway, more, <laughs> more on this to come. I am sure. By the way, I, I let me just say this. I am really sincerely hoping and praying that this time Donald Trump does not let him off. Um, I want to see him go through it. I want to see him convicted. If he were to, but I'll, I'll say this, if he went through the process and he convicted him and it was all said and done and he showed exactly what happened and he pardoned him after that, I don't know how I'd feel about it, but I would understand why. I'm not saying that I would agree with it. I'm saying that I would understand it. That having been said, he needs to be held accountable in court at the very least. At the very least. He's got to be held accountable in court. Anyway, with that, uh, more on the Biden scandal. Joe Biden and President Trump both visited the border today. Uh, it was kind of interesting because it was, well, okay, let me, let me clarify. Donald Trump actually went to the border, right? Joe, he actually went to the border. He actually met with the head of the, not Joe Biden, I'm sorry. Did I say Joe Biden? I hope I didn't say Joe Biden. Donald Trump actually went to the border. He actually went and uh, visited the border. Uh, as you can see right here, he's got that border wall sitting there right behind him. Uh, he actually went there, but now uh, President Biden didn't actually make it to the actual border. And I'll read a little bit about it here. 
It says here, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre had no answer Tuesday when asked why White House did not extend an invitation to the leader of the National Border Union, no, Border Patrol Union, President Joe Biden's up, for up, upcoming border visit. Well, I'll tell you why he didn't, because dude doesn't like him. That's, that's why he didn't. That's why he didn't offer it to him, because dude, he doesn't like dude. Anyway, um... It says here, during a press conference, a reporter asked Jean-Pierre why National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd was uh, stiffed by Biden, yet received an invitation from Donald Trump. So, look, I have more I have more to share on Thursday, what Thursday is going to look like. We'll have more to share on who's going to be joining the president. Uh, Trump previously announced that he would be that he would visit Eagle Pass Texas Thursday to contrast his agenda to secure the border with Biden's failure to do so. Biden later announced that he would travel to Brownsville, Texas, which by the way is not on the border, but he would travel to Brownsville, Texas the same day uh, as the Trump visit. So in other words, he's going to Brownsville, uh, but Brownsville isn't actually at the border. Anyway, the reason why is because Judd is a, is a is a critic. Now, Judd is working with the people who are actually, they're on the border, right? These are the people who are doing the job every day. That's who Judd represents. And they are making it very clear. Uh, number one, the border is not secure. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas is a liar. It is, the border is not secure. Number two, they are not being allowed to do their job. What they are, what they are doing is, is they're, they're basically doing paperwork. Uh, they are babysitting. Uh, they are babysitting uh, 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 people when they come across the border, and, and like I said, and I've talked. I've talked about this numerous times. What is actually happening is the cartels are flooding places where they know the border patrol is going to be with migrants who are just looking for asylum, or or say they're looking for asylum, who have no issues, no criminal record, or, any, or well, I don't know if they do or they don't. They just don't mind being caught. They're actually hoping to be picked up by border patrol taken to to a place where they're going to be processed and then set free into the United States. And once all of those Border Patrol agents are now babysitting them, then they send the drug mules through. Then they send the criminals through. The ones who they who don't want to get caught, who they don't want to get caught. They're the ones bringing in the marijuana and bringing in the fentanyl and bringing in all, all of the other stuff that we don't want coming across our southern border. That's how this whole thing is working. But, you know, Joe Biden won't admit that. Alejandro Mayorkas won't admit that. So you get what you get. Anyway, that's why he's not meeting with them. And by the way, just once again, just to be clear, I don't understand. He's showing up at the border like he's actually done something and he hasn't done a darn thing. In fact, a recent poll shows that uh, that that the majority of Americans blame. When I say a majority, I mean like sixty percent blame Joe Biden. They recognize exactly who is at fault. I know what you're saying. Well, but but Biden says he needs. No, he doesn't need it. There were and it was funny. Ab, Greg Abbott in the press conference actually pointed out uh, there were four things that uh, that uh, Donald Trump did. Uh, that's that actually slowed down the number of people coming across our border to a 40 year low. Right. So for anybody out there on the left who says that the people were going to be coming across regardless. Nope. He had remain in Mexico. Right. Uh, he 
he was strict on asylum. He ended catch and release. So he wasn't just catching them and then releasing them in the United States so that they could apply for asylum, right? And he built border wall. Those are the things that he did. And those are the things that as soon as he got in office, Joe Biden put an end to. Now, you couple that, you couple that. So in other words, so he reinstated catch and release. He ended remain in Mexico, right? And 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 he actually softened the definition of, of what would qualify you to at least apply for asylum. And then he just started letting people into the country. And in fact, flying them and putting them on boats, on, on buses and, and planes, sending them all across the country, even though Greg Abbott gets blamed for most of it. Yeah, and none of those things, did, none of those things required legislation. So to put them back in place doesn't require legislation. So that's how you know this is on Joe Biden. That's how you know. Because it didn't take him, it 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 didn't take Donald Trump didn't need legislation to bring to bring illegal immigration to an all-time low. Joe Biden didn't need legislation to undo it. And so he doesn't need legislation to put it back in place. It's really kind of that simple. Uh, they won't tell you it's that simple. They won't admit that it is that simple. But yes, folks, it is in fact that simple. All right, moving right along. What do we got here? Oh, we have, oh, no, I already did that one. Okay, on our next story, we've got, and it's, I don't ask why the thing skipped, but anyway, SCOTUS, here's bump stock ban case. And now this is a big one. Uh, so the Supreme Court is actually hearing about the bump stock ban. And this is, folks, this is an important story for this reason. And it has to do with multiple things. Uh, one, and once again, you may own a bump stock, you may not own a bump stock. I don't own a bump stock. I don't know that I would ever want to buy a bump stock. But as I said before, what happened in this case was the Biden administration decided that they were going to, through regulation, that they were going to ban basically bump stocks or redefine what a machine gun is uh, without going to legislation they're going to redefine something that, by the way, is already defined in legislation or in statute. So they decided that they were going to redefine it, uh, basically violating separation of powers uh, in order to basically ban an item that none of us, you know, that a lot of people don't really care about. Anyway, let me go ahead and read about this. Oh, by the way, and what I said was, if we allow Donald Trump, I'm sorry, this was Donald Trump who did this. If we allow the Trump administration to to violate separation of powers to ban an item that we don't care about then what's to keep the next administration from using the same exact thing to ban a firearm part or a firearm that we do care about so anyway mike would argue that donald trump knew that this was going to happen and knew it would go to the supreme court and the supreme court would strike it down i i just i'm sorry i just don't give donald trump that much credit i you, you be mad at me hate me hate me over that position but that's what i believe anyway here it says the U.S. Supreme Court justices struggled over technical aspects of bump stocks on Wednesday as they considered the legality of a ban imposed under former President Donald Trump uh, on these devices that enabled semi-automatic weapons to fire rapidly like machine guns. No, to fire rapidly, maybe 
almost as rapidly as machine guns, but not like machine guns, uh, in the latest case, targeting firearms restrictions. The justices heard arguments in an appeal uh, by President Joe Biden's administration of a lower court's ruling in favor of Michael Cargill, a gun shop owner and gun rights advocate from Austin, Texas, who challenged the ban, implement, uh, implemented uh, ban implemented place after a 2017, uh, 2017 uh, mass shooting that killed 58 people in Las Vegas. Questions posed by the justice did not clearly signal how they will resolve this case uh, in the ruling uh, by the end of June. The Supreme Court, with a 6-3 conservative majority, has taken a broad view of gun rights uh, in, a, in a country deeply divided over how to address firearms violence. Most recently, in its landmark 2022 uh, ruling striking down New York State's limits on carrying concealed handguns outside of the home. The current case centers around the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearm and Explosives, ATF, and the U.S. Justice Department agency properly interpreting a law banning machine guns as, as extending to bump stocks. Machine guns are defined under the 1934 under a 1934 law called the National Firearms Act as weapons that can automatically fire more than one shot by a single pull of the trigger. Asked by some justices to explain how bump stocks figure to satisfy the definition, the Justice Department Justice Department lawyer Brian Fletcher said that a function of the trigger of the trigger happens when someone when some act of the shooter, usually a pull, starts a firing sequence. Intuitively, quote, intuitively, I am entirely sympathetic to your argument. I mean, it seems like, yes, this is functioning like a machine gun would, said conservative justice Amy Comey Barrett. But looking at that definition, I think the question is, why didn't Congress pass that legislation to make this covered more clearly? That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the point. Congress passed a law. It made a definition. The executive branch, which is charged with enforcing the law, does not get to redefine that. They don't get to change the definition. That's if it's unclear what the definition is. If it's unclear, then they're allowed to refine it, but they're not allowed to redefine it. They're not allowed to change the definition. And that's exactly what they did. Now, there is a case, and we talked about this before, that they took a couple of years ago where they actually once again dealt with the overreach of, of bureaucracies of these government agencies uh, in these pro in these these rulemaking processes and joe biden by the way is famous for this there's a bunch of times where he has done this and i have a feeling that when this gets shot down it's going to have nothing to do with the second amendment it's going to have to do with the separation of powers and i've said that for years you y'all have heard me say that for years and i think amy comey barrett amy comey barrett right there just proved Right. And uh, here, Justice Alito asking the same exact type of questions. If the definition was supposed to be based on how fast it could shoot. Then the, the, if, the, if that was the definition, then they might have an argument, but it's not. 
It's based on the definition is how many trigger pulls. Very specific. So the Supreme Court wasn't having a problem, unlike AOL is reporting. Uh, uh, was it AOL that, that wrote this one? I'm sorry, Reuters. It was like Reuters is saying they were having a problem with the with the 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 the, the technology. They weren't having a problem with the technology. What they were dealing with was why is the executive branch redefining something that's defined in statute? You don't get to do that. And that's why the bump stock ban is going to get shot down. Period, plain, and simple. Not a problem there. Anyway, uh, can't wait to hear their ruling on that. And when it happens, y'all can feel free in the comment section to say, darn, Craig, you were right. Because I know you know I'm right. I know you, I know you know I'm right. And then we, oh, here, we got someone over here. Someone new had commented over on uh, on uh, YouTube. It says, Joe and Hunter Biden both belong in jail. Joe Biden completely screwed up this country. Yes, I completely agree that Joe Biden screwed up this country. But I also believe, and here's the, here's the thing I'll say. I, do I believe he needs to be convicted? Yes, I know he believes he needs to be convicted. But just like Trump decided not to, not to, pro- well, I wish he had prosecuted Hillary. Uh, but... You have to be very, very careful when you start putting political enemies in jail because that's banana republic type stuff. And I'm not saying that Joe doesn't deserve it, but if you consider the political divide that that would create by that, um, there was a reason uh, why people were somewhat, for the most part, across the board, okay with Nixon being pardoned. Um, I don't know. If he locked him up, I'd be fine with it. If he pardoned him, I just want to see his butt convicted. That's just me. I just want to see it made very clear. Joe Biden broke the law and needs to be held accountable. Anyway, I could be wrong. I could very well be wrong. I'm willing to accept that. I'm willing to accept that y'all may disagree with me. Um, I don't know what I would do if I were. I guess I'm saying I don't know what I would do in that situation. I do know that I would let the legal situ- the legal path play out. That's what I would definitely do. Anyway. All right, moving right along. We are now around to our parting sh- parting shots. And, uh, oh, wait, no, we're not at our parting shots yet. I stand corrected. We've got one more story here, and that is the CCP admits to indoctrinating U.S. youth. And I'll hit this one. Uh, I'll hit this one real quick. And, by the way, this is in their own words. All right, so let me show you this. Once again, the story from over at Breitbart. Breitbart. It says the Chinese Communist Party is using TikTok as a modern-day Trojan horse to inject its propaganda into the minds of America's youth. According to restricted Chinese military journals uncovered in Peter Schweitzer's new book, Blood Money, Why the Powerful Turn a Blind Eye While China Kills Americans. In Blood Money, Schweitzer, a Breitbart News senior contributor, and president of the Government Accountability Institute reveals the words of Chinese strategists themselves who tout TikTok in information-driven mental warfare against the United States. And once again, folks, this is their own words. Um, Once again, I get it. Breitbart is pimping a book. I get it. I totally get it. But that doesn't mean that this is not true. And I think a lot of us already know this to be true. We know that there is no Chinese company that is not in part, and when I say in part, I mean wholly owned subsidiary of the Chinese Communist Party because anytime they want, they can take over and control any business that they want that is there in China. 
uh, a big part of what Amer- some American companies have done that have gone over there and partnership with them. A big part of what they've done is they steal the technology. Then they go and they create their own business. They either create their own business or they just wholly take over the company. Uh, that's what they do. That's how, that's what the Chinese government has been doing. Uh, and that's how they're, that's the only reason or the biggest reason that and the fact that they subjugate and enslave their people. Uh, that's how they've been able to compete with us on the world market. Anyway, uh, but now we know. So, folks, just so you know, if your kids have TikTok, and by the way, what's what's cr- scary about that is the percentage of young people, and I say, I mean Gen Z in particular, and millennials somewhat, who get their news, who cite their number one source of news as TikTok. So you wonder why they they their positions on things are so left leaning. That's because, well. You know, they're being programmed by the Chinese Communist Party. And that's just the truth. Okay, now we can get on to our parting shots brought to you by Hog Holsters. Just go to hogholsters.com. Use the discount code, the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. Uh, This first story, Joe Biden arrives at the border to address his voters. You know, all those folks who are coming in to the country illegally. Uh, many Republicans believe that or not Republicans believe that Democrats are doing this so that they can increase their voter base there in, uh, you know, basically so that they can increase their voter base. And they believe that these folks, once they come across, will all vote for Joe Biden. And that's the reason why they are actually putting ballot drop boxes are being installed along the border wall just so that as they enter the country, they can drop off their ballots. Um and then our last one here today, by the way, those are both brought to you by the Babylon Bee, uh, the uh, number one source for satirical comedy. And by the way, folks, the saddest part is, is that it, it's satirical, but it's kind of true. Anyway, now this last one is, uh, well, this is Dave Chappelle. And you know, for the, any of you who have ever heard Dave Chappelle, let me just warn you right now, language alert, language alert, uh, maybe some foul language, but uh, just go to show you, if you want to know why, uh, why several people... Uh, who normally would not consider voting Republican or voting for Donald, for, for re- vote Republican, considering to vote for Donald Trump. Uh, well, here's, here's one argument. All my black friends who have money said the same thing when Trump got elected. That's it, bro. I'm out. I'm leaving the country. You coming with us? Nah, I'm good, dog. I'm going to stay here and get this tax break, see how it works out. Because that's how it is being Dave Chappelle. The first time I got some money, it didn't work out like that. The most unlikely thing that happened ever was a black president came out of nowhere. Like, come on, everybody, let's start thinking about everyone else. Oh, nigga, I just got this money! I didn't even think it was possible. <laughs> fun stuff, fun stuff. Sorry about the foul language, but once again, funny nonetheless. And with that, before we call it a day, we're going to go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors. First of all, we have Hitman Industries. You'll find them at hitmanindustries.net. Rifle and pistol length barrels available for you today. Then you've got the California Republican Assembly. Just go to CRAGOP.org. And if you want to be a part of California's future today, join CRA. We got Hog Holsters. Just go to hogholsters.com. Use the discount code The Rundown. All caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today. And then get your outdoor gear, your indoor gear, your tactical gear, all things but the gun at uscombatgear.com. And uh, with that, we're going to call it a day. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Free For All Friday. Thank God it will be Friday. But with that, y'all have fun. Y'all take care. We'll catch up with you on the flip side.